in case you haven't noticed, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in. I don't want to fit in. Have you ever seen me without this stupid hat on? That's weird. Hello and welcome to Under the Call of MS, episode number 78. Close to the 100 one. All right. Christmas Eve. Wasn't sure if I was going to put one out, but I figured I'd whip something up quick. We're going to start out. That's a little Jughead quote, quote if you haven't figured that one out. We're going to start out with uh, Archie 1941. Uh, it's Archie Andrews and the gang have seen it all since the characters made their comics debut in 1941. And this fall, they're going to going back to their roots in a tale set in Riverdale during World War II. Written by comics legend Mark Wade, with longtime collaborators, co-writer Brian Augustin, and artist Peter Krause, Archie, 1941, finds Riverdale dealing with the impact of the impending conflict on the small town and in the personal lives of Archie, Betty, Veronica, Jughead, and Reggie. Story will allow fans a chance to see the real world consequences and drama of the war through the eyes of some familiar faces, but with the humor, heart, milkshakes, and dates that come with any River- Riverdale tale. This is an interesting look at Archie. A little weird. Uh, it's a little hard to get used to. Unless you're newer to the comics, this would be a good thing to jump into. But if you're used to the old gang, the standard way of the that they did the Archie comics, this is kind of a more adult, more serious version. I got the blank cover. So hopefully I get some artwork done by an artist in the future, maybe. But once again, like I mentioned in uh, one of my previous episodes, I was very surprised. I didn't realize, I don't know if they all come like this or not, but with the blank cover, it has the normal cover underneath it, so you could take it off if you want or keep it on there. Works as a nice protector and something you can have some artwork done or do your own little artwork on. But yeah, this is a more serious look tiny bits of humor but not much especially with this first episode so hopefully it gets a little bit more fun to follow in the future but we'll have to see where that goes it is issue number 105 so a small quick run and then we went and checked out uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universe, issue one from IDW. The story is about the turtles trying to get April to get help for Baxter Stockman. And this scorpion shows up trying to kill him. So the turtles help protect him from the scorpion. And this new strike force team that's hunting mutants. So they're after the scorpion. They're after the turtles. They're after whatever whatever they find for mutants and it's okay, but it's 
not really the fun turtle run that I am used to, so I'm kind of curious where it's going to all go and stuff. I don't think it's one I'm going to be searching for, but if I come across more episodes, I'll pick them up. But, yeah, it doesn't have that fun humor that you get for most Ninja Turtle things. It's like, it's like we're going through a pile of serious comics, and it's just not... <laughs> We're not getting the fun comics that we're looking for on this this grouping. But speaking of more serious stuff, it's like Swamp Thing number one of six. I picked up a storyline, and the first one is named I don't know if it's the full storyline or not, but the dead don't sleep sleep in the swamp. Nothing stays buried. Once he was Alec Holland, loving husband and brilliant scientist, then betrayed by the greed of evil men, his humanity was burned away, and in its place a new consciousness took root. On that day, everything he thought he knew about life, death, and the powers of the world was overturned, and Alec Holland was born as the immortal avatar of all things green and growing, the Swamp Thing. In the years since, his endless battle against the Greens' myriad enemies has cost the Swamp Thing everything and everyone he ever loved. Through it all, his dearest desire has been to live again as the man he once was, a dream that has always proven to be impossible. Until now. Uh... I don't know how he really can turn into a man when he's a ant that turns into gels and disappears and reforms. And he just doesn't have those internal parts that he needs to be human again. But it's the basic introduction stories and stuff again with starting this one. Uh, he gets in a fight with. Crocodile, and while he's dealing with that, comes across a phantom stranger. <laughs> uh, and along with that, he has to, he helps out some people and comes across another character that ends up being. Well, he does some searching. These people were searching for Swamp Thing and wanted his help. And he helps them out. And while he's helping them out searching for something, he comes across a zombie character. And it's pretty much the basis of this. I don't want to give any more of it away, but it's an interesting Swamp Thing run. I will get up get the rest of these since it's a short run of six comics but uh yeah i always like the swamp thing but it is more serious it doesn't have that much fun to it as most things so after reading all that depressing stuff and the more serious stuff checked out something that people in the club been rambling on rambling on about for a long time, and I keep hearing the name, and it is Murder Falcon. I checked out Murder Falcon number one. And this was fun. 
I'm not sure what we're going to end up with thing down to run because I bought number one and I I loved it. So I came across they had a special on graphic novels in one of my things. And I came across the Gra- Murder Falcon graphic novel, which I think collects all seven or issues or whatever it is. And I ordered that, so I'm looking forward to reading the rest of that. But the gist of this is there's these giant creatures and stuff uh, causing all kinds of havoc and this badass falcon character uh, appears by this guy that's a wicked guitarist and... The Falcon just keeps telling him to start shredding, get back into playing guitar. He had some issues that took him away from his music. And eventually, while the Falcon's getting his ass whooped by a giant creature, this character finally starts, well, his name is Jake, but he start, finally starts shredding on his guitar a little bit. When he shreds, the falcon fights. The more he shreds, the more power the falcon has. Uh, it's just fun watching these characters. This falcon just crash these characters as he's jamming out on the guitar. It's a real fun new look at the whole concept of creatures and fighting in a storyline, comic-based storyline. I have a feeling we're going to find out down the road that maybe he's in a coma or he's on his deathbed or something like that. But for now, it's it's a blast. It's a really fun story to check it out. takes you back to like the 80s, uh, heavy metal days. But yeah, those are comics for today. And... Uh, it's Christmas season. Gonna, well, with COVID and stuff, it's going to be a strange, different style of Christmas for everybody. But I'm sure many people will still have their parties, do all their things and stuff. So, once you're done with all that, you're going to have to do some cleaning and all that. So, here's some cleaning hacks for you. Uh, reducing clutter in your home is a great way to make cleaning easier and faster. It's you want to get with the new year coming and stuff. A lot of people are going to clean up stuff, get their house more adaptable, especially with this COVID since we got to spend so much time in our house anyways. Vacuuming, well, MS symptoms like fatigue, pain, and mobility issues can make certain tasks difficult. Here's a few tips for cleaning your home a little easier with vacuuming. You can attend to certain rooms or sections of your home on different days rather than trying to vacuum the whole house at once. Uh, uh, cleaning supplies you can put together a daddy. Little, just find a little handled little basket or something. You can use a pail, bucket, whatever, until you find something that's nice. Dollar store has tons of different things you can buy for putting stuff in that's cheap. But uh, put together a caddy or a wheeled cart that contains all your cleaning supplies, like your dusters, your cloths, your cleaning solutions, and all that, scrubbers, 
it's all in one easy container, and that way when you put it away, it's all together, and anytime you need it, you just grab it and go. Best way to do it, instead of going from room to room, grabbing the different items you need and doing all, dealing with all that. Shower and bathtub allow cleaning products to soak into the dirt. So basically, spray them down, work on something else, come back and do it, wipe them down then. It's a lot easier that way. Let it work into the dirt so you're not spending all that time scrubbing, especially like, I don't know, I know many of us has, have the issues, but anytime I do any movements, repetitive movements with my arms or legs for, hell, more than a minute or two, they'll cramp up, lock up, and freeze up. and so Make things as easy as possible for you. Dishes, use the dishwasher as much as you can for dishes, pots and pans as well. There's other items, and uh, newer dishwashers are basically, you can don't have to clean nothing, just throw it in there and get them nice and sparkly. Uh, cleaning and decluttering offer surprising benefits for people with MS. Decluttering can deliver even more to people living with MS, clearing paths for emotional and physical benefits, make it easier for us to walk through our house without crapping our way. Clutter can have a pervasive and profound effect on daily functioning, including physical, financial, emotional, cognitive, and social aspects. It can promote social isolation as someone may be less likely to invite people to a cluttered home and discourage a healthy diet. It's easier to grab frozen pizza than chop a salad if the counter is covered in shit. Gaining control of the clutter can make a huge positive difference. It's basically start yourself out with a plan. List the areas of your home you'd like to address. Then prioritize them. But don't plan on doing it all at once. Maybe focus on just one drawer first. Gradually work your way up to other things. Otherwise, if you're trying to do it all at once, it's just going to end up with you just doing a little bit and then everything piled up in another area. And you're basically just not getting anywhere that way. Tackling too much at once can lead to increased levels of fatigue. Therapist recommended setting aside 15 to 30 minutes for decluttering a day. Uh, the clutter didn't accumulate in one day and it will not be conquered in one day ask for help once you've outlined and prioritized your tasks find help not only can having a friend relative or professional empower you to lift and move things you might not be able to on your own having a third party can help clarify what things to keep and what to recycle or find new homes for without being encumbered by sentimental attachments. And if it's a family members, sometimes if they need if it's something that they can use, you can pass it on to them, which is nice. Most insurances cover occupational therapy services that can give you an ally who is specifically trained for these situations. Less clutter can mean more energy. You'll not You'll not be wasting time and energy looking for things, and it will make cleaning easier for you in the future. Take a seat and take your time. Do as much as you can from a seated position so you're not wearing yourself down. Set a reasonable pace and take breaks. 
make decluttering more fun by putting on some good music. Labeling can be a great tool in long-term clutter management, especially for people experiencing cognitive symptoms. They have tons of great totes out there nowadays, and you can get it all organized nicely and just label it so you're not going through each tote when you are looking for something. Stay motivated, clear it, and do not put anything on it that doesn't belong. Don't be afraid to dive in and get started. Spring is the idea time to bust clutter for a fresh start. Sparks of joy and a safer, more functional home. Time of year after January, we always start to get a bug up our butt for about a month or two and start exercising and cleaning and all that stuff. So say goodbye to sentimental stuff. Recycling towers of old metal bills, old medical bills. Is easy reducing room fulls of belongings wrapped up in years of emotions. It's hard, but work on choosing just four or five favorite pieces and donating the rest. That's a good, good thing to follow. Uh, with Christmas, a common side dish that a lot of people like to make is deviled eggs and i'll tell you when i make my deviled eggs basically throw them and put them in a thing of water get them on high on the stove once they start boiling set your timer for like 10 to 12 minutes and check them after that and see how they look for you usually about 12 minutes is perfect for mine uh and of course, you slice them, the eggs in half, take out the yolks, mix the yolks up with a little bit of mayo and some yellow mustard. But a trick that we like to use is red wine vinegar. It really makes, gives it that extra little tang and makes the deviled eggs way better. And of course, once you get them filled, you sprinkle a little, uh, Ah, <laughs> uh, the red stuff. My brains go went. Uh, I can't think of what it's called. I use it all the time. Paprika. Ah, <laughs> uh, brain lock. But yeah, sprinkle a little paprika on top, and you're good to go. And you can make them the day ahead of time. Put them in a container. Set them in a the fridge. Or make them an hour or two before you eat and just throw them in the fridge to let them harden up a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, red wine vinegar, just a dash of it. It's a little trick to help make, make them taste a little better. Some benefits of red wine vinegar also is it, it can lower blood sugar levels. Acetic, acetic acid, a main component of vinegar, may help lower blood sugar levels. Red wine vinegar may also reduce the DI of foods. It may protect your skin. The acetic acid and antioxidants in red wine vinegar may be therapeutic for bacterial infections and other skin conditions like burns. Uh, Aid in weight loss. It may support weight loss by increasing feelings of fullness and delaying the release of hunger hormones. 
which we can all use. It contains powerful antioxidants. Red wine vinegar packs powerful antioxidants known to help prevent chronic diseases. However, such much of the original antioxidant content in red wine is lost during the fermentation process. If you need to, I guess you have a nice big glass of red wine to go with your dinner too, and that gives you a little benefit along with a nice little buzz. <laughs> it may boost your heart health, the acidic acid and Polyphenols in red wine vinegar may help lower total cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, high levels of which may be risk factors for heart disease. It's incredibly versatile. It's most often used in salad dressings and marinades for meat and vegetable dishes. It can also be used for personal care, and there's just so much you can do with it. Basically, red wine vinegar has a number of benefits, including lower blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol, as it is derived from red wine. It also boasts a number of antioxidants. Drinking or using it in moderation is safe, but could be harmful if taken in excess or alongside certain medications. So check with your doctor if you're doing some weird flush with it or something like that. Curious about the versa, versatile and tart ingredient, you can easily buy it in your local grocery store or online. But it's just it's out there, it's everywhere. It's a great little addition to your dishes. I use it in a lot of different uh, ingredients, including uh, coleslaws and stuff like that. So. Yeah, check that out. Uh, yeah. uh, let's do a, since it's getting to be that time of year too, let's throw a, another recipe in here. Going back to the WWE recipe board. You got Rikishi's rice casserole with broccoli. Would be a nice side dish with Christmas dinner. This year, um, well, today I'm going to be working on a variety of different chilies myself because I'm going to do for Shelly her old family Christmas Eve style, or her grandma. Grandma made a few different types of chili, like a nice heavy meat chili, a mixed chili, a vegetarian chili, stuff like that. I'm going to do probably like a chili con carne a meat and bean chili and then a vegetarian chili and then a side of noodles and then everybody can choose their things, have what they want. And the chili can carn all this freeze for later. And one day when we get hot dogs, I can pull it out and have chili dogs. I like to make a bunch up that I can freeze. So I'll freeze half of each of these at least for future use. It's a good thing to do. It's something nice freezes nicely, but, with the rikishi's rice casserole with broccoli, you can use a quarter cup of chopped onions, one tablespoon margarine, third cup milk, three quarter cup cubed low-fat Velveeta cheese, two cups cooked rice strained, one eight-ounce package of frozen broccoli chopped, or you can use fresh if you want. 
but the frozen stuff's going to have more nutrients. That's why I like to get all my frozen vegetables because at the back, canning factory, they'll flash freeze that stuff right away from the fields. Whereas the stuff that's fresh sits out so long, it loses all its nutrients by the time we get it anyways. The healthier fruits and vegetables are the frozen ones. They don't have additives added to them, like sugars and stuff. But one 10.5-ounce can of cream of chicken soup and a half a teaspoon of salt makes about four servings. Set your oven to 350. Cook the onions in margarine till soft and translucent. Add to add those to the remaining ingredients and mix gently. Bake in a baking dish for an hour until top is golden brown. Longer if more portions or if you make a bigger batch or anything like that. But yeah, it's nice and simple. Whip it up, throw it in your oven while you work on everything else. Get yourself a decent rice side dish to go with your dinner. Most people will do like a ham for Christmas and stuff, which I don't want. I'm not a ham person. I usually do a turkey, and, but this year I'm going to do chili, so it's going to be a lot nicer. <clears throat> Only thing we won't have is the shrimp cocktail since now my wife is allergic to shrimp, or she wasn't when she, in her younger days, and that's used to enjoy. But I'm not going to eat it in front of her, and she can't have it. <laughs> and then for your little poopers, your puffers, your dogs, here's a nice, simple dog biscuit recipe. I just take two cups of whole wheat flour, a half a cup of oats, a little baking powder, a cup of creamy peanut butter, and a cup of chicken broth. Mix it all together, form it into the shapes you want, make little Christmas trees for your dog, make little Santa Clauses so he can eat eat Santa or whatever, or little ornaments or something Christmassy that you want. And mix it, form it, bake it at 375 for 20, 20 minutes or until they're done. You can pretty much tell they'll be brown and get that texture that looks right, but you don't want it too dark, so watch those. But you also don't want it too soft in the middle. But our dogs like them. And another simple way, if you don't want to go that route, you want to go even easier, you can just use two cups of whole wheat flour, a cup of peanut butter, a teaspoon of baking powder, and a half a cup of milk. Mix that together in 350 for 15 to 18 minutes. Just check them. And you can, same with those, you can form them into whatever you want. But. But yeah, it's a variety of recipes, a variety of ideas and stuff. The holiday season, one of the crappiest years we've had in a long time. Everybody's sick and tired of all this shit, so it's gonna, I have a feeling everybody's gonna go a little overboard for Christmas this year, and the postal system is just destroyed right now because there's so many packages they're dealing with. Everything's behind. I've got stuff that shipped hell two, three weeks ago. I haven't even seen or heard word or hiding or hair of. But yeah, you're gonna you're gonna wanna make it as simple and as enjoyable as you can for this holiday season. Do some things that around the house that keep your mind off other things. 
If you have uh, most of the TV platforms now, have tons of Christmas stuff to watch. We got lots of great entertainment out there now. The Mandalorian just finished up. I just started watching it on Disney Plus. Disney Plus also has WandaVision coming in January. Uh, the they did the final season of Clone Wars recently. That's sitting there. They got a whole deal with uh, HBO Now or HBO Go or whatever the heck it is. But if you get that, you'll get the movies as soon as they come out. Like I believe on Christmas, either today or tomorrow, I think Wonder Woman comes out. Wonder Woman 1984, which, yeah, I don't know. I think I'll wait till January or something to get it when some other movie comes out that I'm more interested in. But when it's coming, when they're coming out in theaters, they're getting dropped right on to HBO an hour ago or whatever, which is nice for people that can't get out and stuff. But, but yeah, there's lots of things to do, lots of things to try and make the time stuck in the home better. But, but yeah, do what you can. Have a great holiday season. Be good to each other. Don't don't kill each other if you do get together. So have fun. Have a happy holidays, and we will talk to you again in the next couple of days.